Welcome to the very first episode of Real Talk with Zach Mason. I'm your host, Zach Mason, and I'm not even going to waste your time today. I'm going to jump right into it because that is the tone of this podcast, to avoid the fluff, to avoid all the fancy gimmicks and all the other things that you may hear in other podcasts, or other presentations or other videos and give you the real raw deal of what I came to talk about today. So I want to start today talking about a dream that I had. And so I was in this room. And apparently I didn't have enough money to stay in the room. So this voice comes on the intercom and says, you need to leave this room because you can't afford to stay here. Plus, we don't allow Christians here. And she directed me outside these doors and I kept walking through all these doors and it was just more and more confusion. Like I didn't know where to go. Like it wasn't I couldn't really. I just had no direction. I didn't know where to go. I just kept walking through door after door after door after door until I got into this judge's room and um, the lady on the stand says, oh, you need to go straight to the office and take every Christian in this room with you because um, we know they're in here, too. And so I'm walking with, these other, with this other guy. And on the way to this office, this girl comes up to me that I never met before. And she gives me a letter. And in the letter, she says, thank you for every word you ever said to me. I don't know her now, but she says, thank you for every word you ever said to me. Thank you for everything that you ever um, spoken to me and for the gift of your word that you gave me. And, um, and she says at the end that I wish I could have used it. And I got a bunch of letters like that after that. So I, I just remember going to the ground and just asking the Lord, like, I'll do anything to get out of this place. I don't know what's going on, but get me out of this place. So as soon as I said that, <laughs> I still went straight to the office. And, um, in this office, uh, I couldn't see who I was talking to, but, I could hear their voice clearly, and it was unlike any other voice I ever heard. Um, it wasn't familiar. It was just a voice, and the voice says all these things trying to convince me that the word of God isn't true, that the word of God is a bunch of principles made up by some dude, and that the word of God is just like not what it is. And I could feel myself like beginning to listen to the argument, and as soon as I had that feeling, I was like, no, I can't. I can't listen to that. I can't believe that because I know the truth. And so as soon as I went to speak up against that, all these people that were in this room just started speaking up. All of them just got busy and they were saying nothing. Their words literally sounded like blah, 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 blah. Their words sounded like nothing. They were saying a bunch of nothing and doing a bunch of nothing, but making enough noise to keep me from saying what I needed to say. And then I woke up. So I wanted to share that dream with you because I believe that this dream is, I mean, it's a lot of things that I can say, but I truly believe that this dream was showing me the attack that's going on um, in my life. And I'm sure it's happening in others that the word of God, the enemy wants the word of God to be choked out. I mean, it's been happening from the beginning. The enemy's been perverting the word of God and been twisting the word of God and making us doubt and question the word of God. And making us uh, uninterested and more interested in other things. We're distracted by so many other things from reading the word, from getting into the word, from studying the word and from applying the word. And so this is why I'm starting this podcast. I'm starting this podcast because for months um, I've been holding back. You know, I had the logo ready for this podcast. I've had podcast topics written out um, ideas and structures for how I was going to do each podcast and everything. But I've been holding back because I felt inadequate because I didn't feel like people would listen to me because I didn't feel like I had much of a following because I just didn't feel like I had what it took to say what I was going to say. And then it hit me. 
And I want to speak this to you because this is important. This is what we all need to know. That this right here is time to release. It's just it's just time to release. You have to know that whatever you do, you have to know that you're born with a purpose, that God gave you a purpose, that he spoke a purpose, thought of a purpose, and he built your entire life around that purpose. Everything in your life is built around your purpose, what you're here to accomplish for God and what God wants to do in the earth through you. You have to know that what you have is needed because it is assigned to you by God. Whatever it is that's in you, it's needed by everyone around you. So this podcast right here, why I'm starting this podcast and why I'm doing it now is because people need what I have. There's no qualification. There's no um, certain level I have to get to. There's no level of popularity that I need for, for to know that people need what I have. I know they need what I have because that's all that God gives to us. God gives us what everyone else needs. God enables us to be the answer to someone's prayer, to be the blessing that someone else needs, to be there to give that person that encouragement they need, to give that person that hug that they need, to give that person the time that they need, and to be there to also pray for people, intercede for one another. Like he's put us strategically in each other's lives and connected us to people with a purpose that's going to help our lives. So you got to know that everything in you, man, somebody needs it. So you can't hold it back because when I decide that I'm going to hold back, like when I decided I was going to hold back this podcast for months, that's months of um, of information. That's months of anointed conversation. That's months of just positive things. That's months of what God could have been doing in people's lives, work that God could have been doing, prayers that God could have been answering, that blessings that God could have been giving that have been missed out. Because I decided to hold back because I decided for my own selfish reasons that it wasn't ready yet, that I wasn't ready yet, that there's nothing I could do, that I needed more, that I needed more, that I needed to do more. I needed to understand more. And and that's that's selfish. It's selfish for us to know that we have what people need and hold it back. It makes no sense for us to hold back our voice, our testimony, our story. What you have in you already is so valuable. You don't, you have to understand how much your testimony, how much your story, how much your purpose, how much your very voice can change the people around you, can influence the people around you, can encourage the people around you. You don't need anyone to verify that or anyone to validate that. God already validated you and approved you. If you don't know that, you need to know that God loves you. God approved you before you did anything. Before you do anything, God approves you. He did the same thing for Jesus when that voice came from heaven and he spoke from heaven over Jesus Christ and everybody and other people heard it. And he said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Jesus didn't do anything yet. Jesus didn't go heal anybody yet. Jesus didn't go do a bunch of those miracles and all that stuff yet. That was before he did anything. That's before his ministry really, really got started. God affirmed him and God approved him. And God said, I love you regardless of all those things, regardless of all the things that you have to do. I love you. I approve of you. Even in creation, when you see when he created man and he looked and he said, this is good. And in the, in the text, that actually means that he's excellent. Like he looked at us with excellence. God approved of us as soon as he created us. As soon as he created you, you were approved of. You were loved. You were thought of. Your entire life has already been planned out. And he knows the plan that he has for you. He knows the plan that he has for you. So everything that's happening in your life, everything that's going on around you, it doesn't matter when you understand that the one who is in you is the most important thing that's happening. You cannot let what's happening around you 
stop or prevent what's happening in you because it's what it's what's in you that matters. I remember that. I remember the Lord telling me that, like, it's not about you. It's not about what's going on around you. It's not about what's happening to you. It's not even about what's happening through you. It's about what's happening in you. It's the in you that changes you. It's the in you that changes people. It's the in you that impacts people because that is where Jesus lives. That is where Jesus is alive and well in you is that place. So don't disrespect, don't disregard, don't ignore what's in you. Don't ignore what's already in you. Stop looking at yourself so negatively because the very place that you're ignoring, which is yourself, which is inside of you, all things that are inside of you, the very place that you're holding back, which is what God put inside of you, is the very thing that's going to change everything around you. So we have to use what we have. We have to use what we have to help others. And we can't hold back from others because when we hold back from others, we are selfishly holding back blessings, answer prayers, and God from moving in other people's lives. So let's give people something new, man. Let's stop giving people um, our selfishness in terms of how we hold back from them and how we hold back from one another. I need what you have just as much as you need what I have. I need what you have. There are solutions that you have. There are things that God has told you that would help me. There are things that God has told you already, things that you've been through that if you would just tell, if you would just share and if you would stop holding back. Things around you would change. People around you would change. And you would be encouraged to know that, man, I didn't go through that for nothing. You didn't go through what you went through for any, for nothing. You didn't experience what you experienced for nothing. God doesn't just make people go through stuff. It's not like that. It's always a purpose. God is a purposeful God. Everything he does, everything he does, he's always acting out his love towards you. He's always acting out his love towards you. Everything is working for the good of those that love him. So, it's time for us to grow and it's time for us to know that God is waiting on us. I mean, we talk about how we're waiting on God to do all these things. But look, if we aren't maximizing what we already have, God's waiting on us. If we're not using what we already have, God is waiting on us. And that's all that you have to know. And why would I? I, I know for me personally, I was like, I need to get the right microphone. I need to get the right laptop, the right camera, all these other things in order to do YouTube videos or even a podcast or anything. I need to get the right stuff first. I'm going to hold back so I can get that. And I was looking and I thought about that thing and I said, it doesn't really make sense. It doesn't make sense for me to hold back because I can still do all these things and I need to know that what I have and the things and all the stuff that I say I need, all that can grow with my consistency. Because at the end of the day, even if I get those things, if I never start, if I never get a consistent starting point, if I never get consistent in what I have and what I'm doing, then I'll just have a bunch of stuff with no consistency. And at some point, your consistency has to grow to match the quality of what you have. So the quality of what you have will match your consistency. OK, so we just have to use what we have because we have to know that what we have is real. What we have is relevant and what we have is relatable. And that's all people are looking for. What's real, what's relatable and what's relevant. That's all people want. And is what you have helping me? I can't tell you how many times I've watched a video where somebody had a fan going on in the background and everything. And I just ignored that because I want to hear what this person had to say, because I know that they have what's in. I know that what's in them and what they're talking about can help me. That's what you have to know. If you know that what you have can help people, which is anything that God gives you, anything that God gives you is meant to help somebody else. So what are we waiting on? What are we holding back from? And what? What are we really doing? And I need you to know something, too, that this is an encouragement right here. And this is how you can look at what you're going through when the devil tries you and things are going on. And you're like, why is this coming my way and all that? You understand. 
The devil believes in your purpose. The devil believes in what's in you. Why would he try so hard to stop you? Why would he try so hard to hold you back? Why would he try so hard to keep you from doing what you feel like you need to do for God and what you know you need to do for God? If he didn't believe in what's in you. God believes in what's in you and God believes in you because he put that purpose in you. He knows that his word can't come back void. God put everything in you because he believes that you, because of how he plans your life and how his plan is already set and all this, that you are going to get and do what I have for you. You're going to do what I put in you to do. You're going to work what I put in you to do. And because you love me and because I love you, we are going to get this work done. So God believes in what's in you. So the only one who doesn't believe in what's in you that matters is you. When you hold back, it's just you. When you're concerned about what everyone else is saying and what everyone else is doing and you're doubting what's on the inside of you, you're saying, I don't believe in what God put in me. I don't believe that God could put something in me that I could work and that it'll work. I don't believe that God has something for me. I don't believe that God gave me a purpose. When you hold back what's in you, you must know and understand that in that very moment, you are the only one who doesn't believe in what's in you. When them doubts come, think about that. Think about that. Think about that real heavy. So with this last couple of minutes, I just want to share um, what the requirements for creation are. Because we need to create some things. I'm telling you, um, if you look at Genesis 1, when God was creating the earth, um, the Lord says that the earth was void, that it was dark and that um, it was without form or without structure. And in that moment, what did he do when he saw those things? He created what was necessary to fill that void, to bring light to that darkness, to bring form and to bring structure to the place of no form. So what did we learn in that moment? We learned what the requirements of creation are. Do you know anything that is void? Do you know where there's a void in someone's life, a void in your life, a void in the world that's necessary, a void that, that you know you can fill, a void that you know God has put something in you to fix, a void all right. Is there a problem that you can solve? Is there something in you that you know you have that can fill a need on this earth, a need to another person? When you see that, you have a requirement for creation right there. When there's darkness, do you know of any darkness in your life, any darkness in someone around you life, any darkness around a topic or any darkness around a subject that you know you can shed light on? You have another requirement for creation right there. And then you know something that's without form or without structure or a place where there's a structure that's out of place or something that's just without guidance, something that's just without. If you know that a space like that, you have another requirement for creation. So right there, you know that if you fit in any of those requirements, if what's in you and what you have to do and what you have written down in that notebook that you stop looking at, what you have in your notes that you stop paying attention to, what you've been sitting on for 10 years or what you gave up on because you didn't have the money or because you didn't feel like you had the status. When you look at that thing and you say, can that thing fill a void? Can that thing shed light in darkness or can that thing bring form or structure to something? You know, you have something that is required and something that you need to create. There's something that we need to be creating. There's something that we need to be doing. And there's something that we need to be filling with our lives. Understand that God gives us what people need. And I need you to know that what you have in you is so necessary. So it's time to do what we are made to do. It runs in the family because God does what he needs to do. It's in him. This is what we do. We are here to release what we have. So if you're like me and you've been holding back, you know that 
there's no change going on around you, you know, you feel stuck. That's because you're backed up. And when you get backed up, that causes pressure on the inside of you. All you feel is pressure when you're backed up. That's all you feel. If you feel pressure to do this or pressure to do that or like you're behind or like you're always trying to catch up or whatever the case may be, that pressure comes from you being backed up. We cannot be backed up. We have to release what we have. Even the computer slows down when it's too full. It doesn't matter what we think. It doesn't matter what's happening around us. It doesn't matter what's happening to us. It's about what's in us. And what's in us is God's purpose, God himself, and what God intends to change the world with. So understand that. Understand that in this time, it's time for us to push past our past. It's time for us to push ourselves into a new place and that we have to not hold back anymore. What you've been doing hasn't worked, right? Or you'd be in the place that you keep talking about and you keep thinking about. So let's take one step today to do something new. One step to change. One step to change what's happening around around us with what's in us. Let's take one step to get to know what's on the inside of us so we can know what we're trying to change. And if you want to know a secret, you don't need to wait for change. The fastest thing that can change in any situation isn't other people. It isn't some miracle happening. The fastest thing that can change in a situation is your perspective. It's you. How you see it. How you think about it. How you speak to it, how you speak about it. The fastest thing that can change in a situation is you. The situation knows what it is. God knows what's going on. So the only one tripping is you. So let's stop all that dumb junk, y'all. It's just dumb. It's dumb for us to hold back. It's dumb for us to wait. It's dumb for us to stop. It's dumb for us to be held back by things when we know that what we have in us is needed and that God wants to use what's in us to change everything that's happening to people. It's about souls, not about us. So so let's just release, guys. Let's start something new. I want you to join with me. Share what you're going to do. Share. Join with me. Share what you're going to do. Um, if there's something new that you're going to do, something new that you commit to starting, hey, share it with me. I want to walk through that journey with you. And remember, as long as it's real, authentic, and true, man, you'll have everything that you need, everything that you need, everything that you need, and people will come to it, and the people that need it will get it. Remember the, remember, the authentic you is all that God needs to change a life. So be real, keep it real, and stay true to who God has made you to be in this time. Thank you for joining me. I'm going to do my very best to keep these episodes down to 15 minutes. This one went a little longer because it's the intro. But I thank you all for um, tuning in. Share it, like it, I guess if you see it somewhere. Um, and just really, really understand that this podcast is really just a podcast to encourage you, to push you out of a stuck place. To make you a mover and a changer instead of someone to, to help you be someone who is active instead of someone who's always reacting. So just be encouraged and know that in this podcast, we're definitely going to dive into the word of God. And in 15 minutes or less, I'm going to give you all the meat, all the meat, all the good stuff, all the everything that you need without the fluff. It's going to be real. It's going to be what you need for your life. And it's going to encourage you greatly to do whatever you need to do. Um, these are things that I haven't heard other people talk about, um, things that God has spoken to me directly about. So I'm super excited about what's going to come out for you. And I just pray and know that God's going to bless you tremendously through it. And that as you are faithful to doing what God gives you here and what God imparts to you here, it will bless your life tremendously. So thank you. God bless you. And I look forward to seeing you next time.